welcome to Howie Mandel Does Stuff and uh, with uh, my co-host. Jacqueline Schultz, who does stuff too. Notice how I hung my sign back up. If you're listening and not watching on YouTube, I hung my sign back up that says I do stuff too because I forgot my computer. And my computer- What's on your computer? I have on my computer, what's it called? A case? Like a hardcover case that says Jackie does more stuff. No, I get that. I meant what is on, like what- information is on your computer that you would normally bring it here for? What would you bring it for? Like, I what take you- notes. I work all week on stuff that I want to talk about. Oh, I- so all the information <laughs> and all the material that we're going to uh, talk about on the podcast and all the plans and everything are on the uh, on your laptop. Yes. Your laptop's at home. Yes. And instead of running back home to go get, we have uh, the, uh, the people who are listening or watching or turning it off now, you're not going to miss much because she forgot her laptop. So there is, we have nothing, well, absolutely nothing. And you spent more time making a sign that says you do stuff too, when that could have been the time to maybe retrieve your laptop or- mm-hmm. Call your husband at home who has your laptop and and forward the information from your laptop to a laptop we have here at the studio. But no, you spend time creating a sign that says you do stuff. All the stuff that is not necessary for us to have stuff to talk about the stuff that's on the laptop. You could do stuff too, Dad. It's called Howie Mandel Does Stuff. You should be doing stuff too. You have a lot of criticism right now about the stuff or the lack of stuff that I do. How about you? How about you? What are you doing? No, no, no. You don't talk to your father like that. Okay. I'm not doing anything. I'm trying to teach you a life lesson. This is a teacher. This is a teachable moment. Mm -hmm. And that's what this is about. And what have I taught you? I don't know. You don't know. (laughs) You don't know. I would imagine there are people listening right now mm-hmm. that have even prepared questions, prepared pranks. They, they're doing, you would, this is called how I am doing stuff. I'm complaining right now. Yeah. And you're doing nothing. I'm listening. You didn't show, but. You, stuff is very vague. I'm listening. That can be considered stuff. I don't need you as a listener. I need the pod, the potty people as listeners. Mm-hmm. You are not here to listen. You're here to do. Do you remember anything that was on your laptop that you wanted to talk about? Yeah. I know what I want to talk about. I do. I remember some of the stuff. I know I wanted to remind people to rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts and um, they can go over to your Instagram and stuff and leave quote. I don't know. I had it all written down, but you can go and find our podcast and rate and review it or go over to our YouTube channel and leave comments and stuff there. That was one of the stuff I wanted to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, and that's, I don't, I don't prepare for this, but I will talk about things that I just saw. Did you watch the Logan Paul Mayweather fight? Yeah. I don't know who didn't. Did anyone not? I think the question is who did not Watch the Logan Paul Mayweather fight. Who are you asking? I don't. Anyone in the back room? Is there any? Did you guys all watch it, ladies? So tell Just me McKenzie. if you agree with Just me. Just Mackenzie said no. Mackenzie did not watch the Logan Paul Who Mayweather. Who are you, Mackenzie? <laughs> that's really as somebody who's in the podcast business. It's important to be informed of what. Do you know who Logan Paul is, Mackenzie? Not necessarily, but I'm a <gasps> pacifist. So. But I'm a pacifist. I'm, I'm against fighting. But You're wait, you don't fighting. really know Logan Paul? Doesn't he have a huge podcast too? How old are you, Mackenzie? Wait, you're on the 
you're on the Logan Paul with no, the network. It ca- it's cast. It's cast. It's this you work network. for cast. Logan Paul has a podcast on cast, and you don't know Logan Mackenzie, Paul. Have I- you heard of Joe Biden? <laughs> Mackenzie. No, because she's a pacifist. Yeah. She didn't hear. Obviously, of, I've heard of Joe Biden. I know. I was just kidding. Anyway, Logan Paul, who is a, uh, it was started on Vine, mm-hmm. became a huge YouTuber, has been very controversial with his brother for years, mm-hmm. doing things and crossing the line. Uh, I, the, the one thing I remember, the last controversy that he had was, uh, which was horrible. I think it was uh, someplace in Asia. He went into the forest yeah. and saw that, uh, I think that's this hanging forest where people, he, he saw a guy who committed suicide hanging from a tree and posted that. Yeah, on and, YouTube. And to huge backlash and losing brands and everything. So, you know. But not just him. Got, he didn't wasn't the only one that got the backlash. YouTube also got the backlash because they allowed it to be posted and stay up on YouTube for a while before realizing that well, they should take it down. Well, yeah. everybody, everybody on YouTube, him, his t- is he he's Team Ten, right? Uh, I think that's Jake or, Paul. That's, that's his Jake. brother. Well, that's the, the, there's ten of them, or he's a maverick, and I, I don't know. Anyway, but I follow because I think that it's social media, and I think that's what's in the zeitgeist. So, what's, what's a zeitgeist? Ama- what? What's a zeitgeist? The zeitgeist is not to be confused with the uh, what is the zeitgeist. The zeitgeist is like what's going on in the world, like like uh, th- just things that are happening around. You know, I know you don't have to follow everything to know that th- what's happening. Yeah, unless right? unless you're Mackenzie. Yeah, Mackenzie, I can't believe you don't know who <laughs> Logan Paul is. That's bothering me. No, but I did. I did watch the fight. I think there's a big difference too between because Logan Paul had a lot of controversy. He was looked at kind of not as the greatest guy. I think he But he called himself. He said, he said, I'm tired. I don't want to be such a dick. He said that. Those are his words. Right. So I think he turned it around a little bit. For I mean, I don't know. I I don't follow that much because I'm a parent and I'm focused. Well, I do follow. I do follow. And and so this is what, this is my, this may be a little bit controversial, but this is what I think. Mm -hmm. I think, first of all, for the first time, or maybe I shouldn't say that because YouTubing he took seriously. I think that he took fighting seriously. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, a lot of things are clickbait. A lot of things are, you know, for the internet. Uh, I think that, you know, it's just about, is he serious about it? Or does he think this is going to get, you know, a hundred million views? I think, I because I watched not only the fight, but I watched the pre-show and they did this amazing, uh, Showtime did this amazing package packages from each uh, from each of them from Mayweather and from Paul they did these talking about their journey to get to this remember Mayweather is probably undeniably in the top 5 fighters of all time and uh at least the best of our generation yours maybe my generation mine. my I mean, generation uh, you know, yes I, That's still fighting. Yeah, I I used to go to a lot of heavyweight fights, and I'm telling you, there is nothing more exciting. I was actually at the ring. I was sitting not far from ringside when Mike Tyson bit off Holyfield's ear. I was there. I was close enough to see that when he spit it out, I went, "Holy fuck! Is that an ear? Is that? (laughs) Did he just spit his ear out? I mean, I was that close. That was probably the scariest moment that I've had in public, in as far as you know." The audience kind of went nuts and everybody was, 
throwing things into the ring and just escaping Vegas in that moment. It was, there was a melee happening. It was horrible. But so I've seen a lot of great fights. I've seen a lot of moments. I've seen a lot of controversial things. What I have to say about the fight is I like Logan now so much more after the fight than I did going into the fight. But that being said, I, I didn't feel any of it was real. Well, they fought. Mm, he fought. Logan fought. Mayweather just said, okay, like he was smart the way that he negotiated the deal and everything, because if he did lose, which I think I thought there was a possibility just because of how huge and young and everything Logan Paul is, I don't know fighting at all. I'm not an expert in fighting. I could be completely wrong and you can argue with me, but I thought there was a possibility that Mayweather could lose just based on size and age alone. And the way that he did it was there wasn't going to be a winner, no matter what. He was still... So so to that end, this Uh is what I believe, you know, and having been to a lot of fights and watching a lot of fights, I thought that Logan was taking it really seriously. Mm -hmm. And I thought that Logan had won and gotten what he needed just by- You thought he won? Wait, just by signing the contract. Yeah. You know what I mean? The fact that he achieved the ability where, you know, the greatest fighter in the world, the GOAT, as they call him in Mm -hmm. that that, uh, area in boxing- would sign on. But then when you listen to Mayweather, you know, the money team, mm-hmm. it's a no-brainer. He said, I'm quick, I'm fast. He, he goes, he may have the height, he may have the youth, he may even have the strength. What he doesn't have that I have is the skill and the skill that has been honed over many, many decades and many, many years. And that skill and Mayweather is really known for that, is the ability to avoid. The ability to avoid, and, and to, I mean, if you watched it really close, in, in some of the playbacks, you know, there was a shot and you just watch him. He's like a, like, a, like a little mosquito, you know? He just backs up. No, but it is. He just buzzes around. He was, Logan looked so tired and, and Mayweather looked like he, he had done nothing. Hi, everybody. You know, want to know something? Um, you can't see me because you're looking at me from the waist up, but on the waist down, I'm very comfortable. <laughs> you know why? Because of MeUndies, where they believe that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. This feels like my skin. Wait, let me just check. Yeah, they're on. I thought I was going commando. That's how comfortable they are. That's why MeUndies not only uses sustainable, breathable, soft as heck, fabric, but they also give you the endless styles to choose from. It's uh, total comfort inside and out. Do you have any anecdotes about your undies, Jackie? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it might be a little bit inappropriate. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to. I I don't want you to. But but I but they are comfortable. I do wear them. I do love them. They come in all different shapes, colors, designs. So I am a huge fan. You can get them in classic colors or ridiculous prints. It's all so you can fully express yourself in your own unique way. And MeUndies are available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. Never leave your couch again with a MeUndies membership, a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door. Each month, you'll choose new undies, socks, and a bralette. And you'll pick the style, the color, the print that feels the most to you. That's fun, right? 
Please enjoy discounted pricing, free shipping, and exclusive early access to new launches. Love your butt and get the membership. Tell them about the offer, Jackie. Okay, so Me Undies has a great offers for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. Me Undies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisf- satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Howie. That's MeUndies.com slash Howie. Guess what? It's that time of the podcast again where I rave about my cereal. <laughs> it's Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon time. You know you know it's weird you're always more excited about your breakfast before you come in than even just seeing your father. It's true. Well, you don't come in amazing flavors like chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> So I am excited about Magic Spoon, which I've said a million times before, and I've told you I eat it every single morning. I never miss a morning, and that's because it's super healthy. It has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net gram carbs in each serving, plus only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free, and there's a variety pack of four flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So dad, maybe if you came in one of those flavors, I'd love you as much too. <laughs> um, I'm frosted. Yeah, you're, you're a little fruity. You're a little fruity. So mixing cocoa with peanut butter tastes exactly like a peanut butter cup. It tastes exactly like regular cereal from your childhood, but it's super nutritious. It's guilt-free. It's delicious, but super healthy cereal that really brings joy to your mornings or afternoons or whenever you want to eat it. Sometimes I even eat it at night before I go to bed. So go to magicspoon.com slash Howie to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code Howie at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Howie and use the code Howie to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. There's now all over the internet, I don't know if you saw it, and Logan came out and talked about it, but all over the internet now, they're saying that Logan actually got kind of knocked out and Mayweather held him up to keep going the extra rounds, the all eight Well, that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying that what he did was they both created an amazing payday, you know, but that wasn't a real fight. And it wasn't a real fight because of Mayweather. Mayweather said, oh, okay, I'll take a hundred million. I'll avoid getting hit in the face because nobody has the skill to really knock me down and I'll get sweated up. He didn't even practice the way Logan practiced. I'll take, I would do what Mayweather did. Logan won because won what he needed because he's got the notoriety and he had the clickbait of just being able to show up in the uh, in the ring and make it eight rounds. But it's not really making it eight rounds of, you know, uh, Mayweather at the top of his game. This is Mayweather just allowing him, first of all, there's not a lot of tape on Logan. You know, the, when these fighters, it's kind of like football. When these fighters go in, the way they they train for it is they watch every move of the opponent and they kind of know what to watch for. And they train specifically for that fight. He couldn't do that. But he didn't even, he, he kind of, and maybe it was just a package I was watching on Showtime. 
But uh, I see my son there. Alex, did you watch the pre-show? The, on the pre-show, Logan was like, it was like a, the, the movie Rocky where he was just working out and killing himself. And I've never seen a guy in better shape. And he was a huge guy. And then every time he went to Mayweather, he goes, you know, I'm just going to have fun here. This is, uh, he's sitting around <laughs> his house. I saw him at, the skate, at his skating rink. He has a skating rink. He's skating a little bit. Then they cut back to Logan, who is running and sweating and smashing and fighting and sparring. And then Mayweather goes, uh, Look at all the money I made. They showed him at his uh, at his strip club. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'm just saying, he didn't even in the preamble to that. Mayweather never took it really seriously. Logan took it seriously, but Logan didn't know what he was getting into. Mayweather knew what he was getting into and go. You're, you know, you want if you want to give me a hundred million dollars to just stand around and I will give you a show. And I believe that maybe he stood him up. I believe that maybe he didn't give him that power punch that would have knocked him over. Because doesn't he get more money if he went all eight rounds? Did he get more money for going the entire- That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. Think so. But you should see this. Have you seen the video that I'm talking about that's um, going viral? I think it started going viral today or maybe yesterday. But I think that Logan for sure got knocked out. Logan says no. We can play the video and knocked show you. Knocked out? I don't know that he was knocked he, out. Knocked I, out. He was limp. Like if Mayweather did not tired. hold it. No. No, it was right after a punch. If Mayweather did not hold him up, I think he would have been down. It's that picture right there where he was against the ropes. Logan was against the No. Ropes. No? Right? No. No, you have Alex knows what video I'm talking about and it's what's going viral and Logan Paul actually commented on it today and said it wasn't true. What's not true? That he didn't ever black out. He would have never gotten knocked down. He would have never hit the ground and I think Well, as somebody who has been knocked out or passed out, you don't know when you are. <laughs> you really don't know. You can't be that Here's it, a, Is this the video that I'm talking about? That's yeah. Simone Biles. You can't, don't click <laughs> no, on Simone Biles. One. She won the champion. That's Simone. How are you mixing Simone Biles <laughs> up with Logan Paul? Is that Mackenzie? <laughs> I know, I know. That's it's Simone on Biles. Perez Hilton I posted it earlier today. So if you want to go to Perez Hilton's um, Instagram to look at the video I'm talking about. But I agree but with you, everything. But I think the, the fight was a put on, there, you're talking about there. Yeah, look, he totally held him up. He did one hit. There it there. is. There's the hit. Logan and is falling down. down. You're down. right. You're yeah, right. He would have gone down. You're right. I didn't even see that. So, okay. So, uh, not only am I saying that uh, it was Mayweather was just playing a game. Logan was doing it. He held him up and he helped him put on the show. And I'm sure Logan's making 20 to 30 to $50 million anyway, so it's good. But more importantly, at the end of the fight, I thought that Logan's speech was so aspirational and inspirational. Anything you want to do you know, you can do, and I did it. And, and that was a great message for people. And uh, it seems like he's really grown up and grasped who he is. And he has a great positive message because most of the Paul messages were not positive. You know who doesn't though? His brother. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How do you feel about that? Because I know that was a big deal too, before the fight with the gotcha hat thing. I mean, well, which I also think is fake. You thought, how was that fake? He did get his hat. Yeah, but I, I, you want to hear my story on that? I've been in this business too long. Yeah. He would have gotten killed if he really did that. If you really, really did that mm-hmm. with all the bodyguards and all the people, he would have had the crap just beaten the fuck out of him. He would have not been able to stand. You don't do that. You just don't do that. Unless... Unless, and this is why, you know, I was talking to your mom yesterday and he said, well, why is people paying so much to see 
to to see it's Logan to see a YouTuber, somebody from the younger generation, their people, somebody who speaks for them to take mm-hmm. this world stage. I believe that Logan had as much to do with the the size of the audience as Mayweather did. I think more. Maybe, maybe. I wouldn't have watched it otherwise. Yeah, that's just so being I, honest. Yeah. Okay. So in order to do that, he he and his brother are the kings of clickbait of you know being able to do things. I think that that was a pre-planned stunt. The I'll gotcha hat? Yeah, gotcha. And then that became viral and he took the hat. And I, I just think- And got a tattoo and then made merchandise of gotcha hat. Well, you're selling my side of the argument. I'm not disagreeing. Well, I'm disagreeing that I think everyone was in on it. I think Jake Paul knew that he was going to do something. I, I don't think th- Mayweather knew he was going to do something. No, no. I, I don't do. believe that. I don't believe it. I think it's all pretend, but it's great pretend entertainment. And that's where I am with this. You know what this reminds me of? Can I tell you why I wouldn't have watched um, the fight if Logan Paul wasn't into it and wasn't in it and I didn't even want to watch it this past weekend? Do you remember my only fight I ever went to? So for those... <laughs> uh, I, I'm not... <laughs> We're, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. I will talk about it. I took my daughter. I love fights. So I watch, I would have watched this fight no matter who it is. I love fights. I love, I'm not like McKenzie. <laughs> Even if I don't know who's fighting, I like that sport. I think it's a great, raw, you know, traditional human sport. There's nothing raw and, and than, than a fight, than a really good boxing match. So I thought uh, as a as a daddy daughter I would have a a It wasn't just daddy daughter it wasn't just me you took me my younger sister and my cousin Stephanie so it was you and the Not three Not our son right not no, Alex No the three young <laughs> girls it was like daddy and and daughter I guess but with my cousin too We won't say where Okay I don't want to say we took him okay. to a venue here that has boxing mm-hmm. on Friday nights I said come on you'll see boxing I, it doesn't have to be the world champion I just love it. And I'll, and I'll sit with you and I'll, I'll teach you about it. I'll show you what scores points. What Anyway, the first fight comes out and um, I'd like to expand upon it, but I feel real bad about it. The, 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 I, I can't even say, you could say that. The guy died. We watched the guy die. And then all the girls were crying and we went home. He got knocked out and knocked out for good. And it was the most horrific thing. That's that what I my dad seen. took me to. No, That's no, what... no, no. Now I'm going to go. Now they're going to call Child Protective Services. So like, can they take then, away a 36 year old? Since then, n- I've never wanted to watch fighting again. I get ever. it. I get it. It was I took her to a when you get, when you got nothing to do and you're <laughs> this just goes out to any listener who's got daughters at home and figure oh let's do a fun thing with the girls. Uh, don't take them to a death. I was interested in it and excited about it at first because I took karate. I was a black belt in karate. And so I was into sparring. You still are. You know, it doesn't go away. I don't know if I could do anything with it anymore. I don't know if I remember, but. Do you remember your, are they called katas? Uh, my forms. Forms. Yeah. Okay, karate. You did taekwondo. I did taekwondo. Yeah. So. I got to tell you that speaking of taekwondo, I, t- I just spoke to you about you at uh, America's Got Talent because we have the, the most, one of the most amazing acts that I have seen. And we're in, in the midst of season 16 now on NBC one of the best acts I've seen in my 12 years as a judge and 16 years on that show was a group of Taekwondo. It doesn't sound like much. And I brought you up when I was judging them too. I said, you Did know- Did you I, say they weren't as good as I was? 
Yeah, that's what I told yeah. you. I said if you if you could just get to the level of Jacqueline Schultz, <laughs> then you got a shot at this contest. No, I told him that I had been to a lot of events. You were uh, qu- quite a scrapper. I, I was, was good. A, I was at an event where you you broke somebody's leg. I broke a nose. I broke an arm, and I broke someone's leg once. Not, Not on purpose. Never on purpose, but during sparring matches. Yeah, but then you, you also broke your own leg. I broke my foot. And I was made to run a mile on my broken foot. Not by your parents, not by us. Not, not you guys, okay. no. No, 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 by no. your sensei or whatever they called that. Yeah, master. You had a master. Wow. Yeah. That's so, <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, we're going to be having, today is a really good podcast, even though she forgot her laptop. We have a special guest coming in in a couple of minutes and they'll let me know when they're here we're going to talk to uh, i'm a big fan of the whole jackass thing i've always been a fan of that you're a fan i'm a fan i feel like that's my generation i was so into i still am so into jackass i was into the movies into the show i love everything about it and every single person on there it always just made me laugh. To me, that's better than, uh, I, I don't know, I laughed harder at Jackass than at any stand-up comedian, any jokes. I, I don't know why that's, uh, you know, it's the, it's the new generation's Three Stooges. You Can know, you I watch love- it, though? Could you watch, like, I found my, I loved it, but I was covering my eyes the whole time. If like- you're, I find that if you cover your eyes, mm-hmm. it's harder to see the show. Yeah. <laughs> so I've never actually covered my eyes. I watched the whole show. Yeah. I've watched the movies. I love, I know, Johnny Knoxville. And today on our show uh, in a few minutes, Steve-O will be here. He's got a a lot to talk about. You know, they got a new movie coming out. I heard. Yes. I'm excited. There's a new movie with some new cast members. He's getting married. I just saw him at JFL. Look, he looks like he's in good shape. I'm uh, (laughs) Does he? (laughs) Is that a penis tattoo on his chest? Well, you can ask him about that. We're looking at a picture. I think it was a penis, and then he tried to disguise the penis with a triangle. I think he has a lot of tattoos that he got from the show as, like, dares. In yeah, I know, too. because your your brother uh, does that with the people that he works with. Seth and Kyle, who are here, have uh, bizarre tattoos on them with your brother's name on it. They do that, That's kind of a dare. Uh, your mother once dared me to get a flesh-colored tattoo of my own face on my head, which I did. You can't tell. Oh, yeah. That, ba- that back one was, I think, part of oh, the really? show, too. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember what I wanted my... Did we talk about this, what I wanted my tattoo to be? I don't have any tattoos, but if I were... I think I we were, did talk about it, but go ahead. We can mention it again. If I were to get a tattoo, the only tattoo I would want would be a camel on my toe. Get it? No. Got you it. don't get it? I'm looking at the people in the back to see if any of them are smiling. No, I don't know if they get it or if it's just not good. A camel toe. A camel toe. Yeah. No, no one cares. No, no one's no, smiling. No, one no one's looking. No one's laughing. Good thing I didn't get it. It would just be an inside joke. Well, the thing about <laughs> tattoos, and a lot of people here are tattooed, uh, the, the question I have, the only reason that I would not ever get a tattoo, and this is the only reason... I kind of like the way they look. Mm-hmm. My my thing is, I change my mind so often. Mm-hmm. Something I think is funny is only funny for two days. Something I think looks cool is only cool maybe for a year. Something So there is nothing that I could think of doing that would last forever on my body that I could, that I believe that I could look at 
in 10 years and think, wow, what a night that was. I agree because actually the first tattoo I was thinking about getting that I always the said first? that I always said I wanted was in high school and I am so glad I never went and got that tattoo because I would have regretted it today. What was it? It was a hibiscus flower on my lower back. Oh, I've with never heard tribal, of that. With tribal. With tribal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's something. At least that's unique. At least yeah. you came up with a unique idea that nobody has ever seen. And before. I used to say, because I love hibiscus flowers, it's my favorite flower. That's why. Yeah. I love hibiscus so much, I want to put it just above my crack. Yeah. <laughs> that's how much I love hibiscus. Yeah. So that when I poo, it smells like hibiscus. Yeah. It's yeah. like. Yeah. I've seen some, I like looking up online, uh, bad tattoos. Uh, Rich and I were uh, traveling. Rich is my road manager here. Do you remember when we went, we were on the road, there was this guy and he was a roadie. He was on the, he was not our roadie, but you know, we'll, we'll play in the summer in the theaters outside. And then there's a, the road guy was doing the setting up the lights and everything. He wasn't before the, we were there for the sound check. He wasn't wearing a shirt. And we notice he's wearing jeans and kind of low-cut jeans. And out of the top of his jeans, we see this green, like a green cone uh, tattoo coming off the top of his jeans. Like a, It looked like a green cone with a feather coming out of the side. Oh, I already know yep, this. I remember that. Do you remember that? I do remember this, yeah. And I said, "What? Well, I'm not looking, but it's the only, there's this green hat with a feather. I go, what is that? He said, do you remember what he I do remember. You tell him. Pinocchio. It was Pinocchio. And I was looking at the top of his hat. Anyway, without going into detail, he said, do you want to see him lie? And I went, no. No, I don't. <laughs> but it's, it was ridiculous. I love ridiculous tattoos, though. I like more than the ridiculous and the funny things that people have thought of. I love the mistakes because they're irreparable. What's the weirdest one you've ever seen? You could say, Rich, what, what's the weirdest one you ever saw? Uh, a lot of people spell regret we wrong. We can't hear you. A lot of people spell regret wrong, but you're talking about tattoos. Uh, Seth's here right now. You just showed me on top Should of we... his leg. Yeah. Where he's got his friends just tattoo their name on his leg. On the inside of his uh, upper front, thigh. Upper thigh, just their names randomly on his leg. I really? feel like we should go through Seth and Kyle's tattoos. So, Kyle, <laughs> your friend is on your it, upper inner thigh. It's this Seth. one's Seth. Seth. I, think, I think your son's on there. Really? Yep. You want to see it? Uh, look at it. I'm gonna open up my legs. Could you write your name? Could you write my name just even with my uh, with my testicles? Do you want to see <laughs> it really <laughs> fast? Is it Seth? Yeah. Seth, so show them the leg really fast, man. <laughs> no, come in where one. the camera is, so the people who are watching on YouTube. He's coming. In. Why did you do that, Seth? Why would you allow that? And do you regret? Like, do you regret it? it? Yeah, yeah, that's Tucker. the question. Tucker. I do it to show my friends that I love them. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a yearbook, but on my leg. Isn't no, it bad luck, though, to get someone's name tattooed on you? Like, only, for girlfriends. Only for if you're sleeping with them. Um, Wait, you just said my son's name is on your inner thigh. <laughs> which means we're not. <laughs> Thank you I for did clarifying. a really bad job. Alex, never, talk I'm, about that's the ultimate friend zone. Oh, I've, I've never got given a oh, tattoo before, so... Mine is the worst one. Wait, Actually, come, here. come sit there. I don't think the is there a camera pointing to those chairs so that um, people can see? Can you see All him right. if he showed his tattoos? Mine was the worst. I until love Jeremy that. Did it. And I'm not knocking you, and I'm not being political. You will not get the vaccine, but you'll tattoo my son's name by your nuts. I never claimed to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you, did you get a shot? Yeah, it says Alex where? by my nuts. Where? Where, where is my? Can son's you show name? it? Oh, okay, so. <laughs> oh my! Right here. Do these we have were, to stand up? These were done last night. Here, last you, night. Yeah. Look, Seth. these two. Oh yeah, it's red. Who's that? What is that? What does that say? Oh Jr. and Dr. <laughs> Alex, this is so high up. Look at Alex. High up. Look how high up Alex. Alex, is. Alex and Andrea's underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Andrea is further from your nuts than Alex is. <laughs> Alex Why is, is my son? It's bothering me that my son's him name is, is six inches from your nuts. What? Said him and I are two peas in a pod. Oh, nice. Does P stand for penis? It was it was a nuts joke. Why? Oh, in peas a pod, two, two peas, peas in, in a pod, pod. like in, in a sack. Why is that a nut joke? I don't know. <laughs> it didn't. It you didn't said work. It was out. close to his nuts. I said we're two peas in a pod. No, I heard it. You're just reiterating. Un- it, it was confusing. It was not, it was not, then you explained it, and it stayed just as confusing. Kyle said it's not confusing. At oh. what point in the evening did you say, uh, can everybody line up and put your names well, on Well, my- obviously he didn't regret it because those names were on there previously, and then you just got two more last night. So, so are you just going to keep going? Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. It's like a, it's not cool. a memory of it's everything. Like, it's like a cast. When and people I will say with your son's tattoo on me. Mm-hmm. At least it's not like Kyle's where it looks like they're dating with a heart. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think wait. I'm going to swap my spot Kyle, for Kyle. Kyle. To come in. No, he could sit there too. You can both put the mic between you. Kyle. Kyle, sit on his lap. Father's Day, just around the corner, my daughter. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> and you probably need a gift for your father. Do you have any ideas for Father's Day? <laughs> yeah, I do. I was thinking Manscaped, the Lawnmower 4.0, and the Ultra Smooth Package. What do you think? Want it for Father's Day? Actually, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I have it. Yeah. No, you don't have to buy me it. I already have it, and it's perfect. It's perfect for any dad in your life, complete with the grooming game. And you get 20% off and free shipping with the code Howie at manscaped.com. The Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is now available in the USA and Canada. And what makes this waterproof trimmer different from all the other trimmers, you may ask? This 7,000 RPM trimmer features skin safe technology to keep your balls in check, Dad, and has helped reduce manscaping accidents no, no, no. around the world. Ball- hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah. When you say balls in check, don't add dad to the end of that sentence, please. All right. I'll keep going, though. There's a new multifunction on-off switch that you can engage a travel lock created for jet setters. Ooh, that's perfect for you, too, dad. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Mom will appreciate that, dad. Additional guard links with size 1 through 4 to let you trim it to your liking. Wow, Dad, you're going to be great after Father's Day. Stop imagining your dad has it covered because you probably don't, Dad. Get this 20% off free shipping with the code Howie at manscaped.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Howie at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code Howie. It's dad bod season. Time to get smooth, Dad. <laughs> I have trouble sleeping. And when I have trouble sleeping, it I have tr- I just have trouble. I'm having trouble telling the story because I didn't sleep. I didn't last night. I didn't sleep well, but I understand 
this next sponsor has sent me something that's going to solve all my sleeping problems. I have been using it. It's gravity blankets. Did it work? Oh my gosh. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm finally getting a good night's sleep, which is necessary for moms to do their momming every single day. So thank you, Gravity Blanket. Gravity Blanket is a top-rated weighted blanket that helps you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. It is a gem. The only blanket proven to improve sleep quality with 78% of people reporting a better night's sleep when using Gravity Blanket. I'm doing that tonight. I'm going to do it tonight. I cannot wait to do it tonight. Get me my blankie. Well, it's not just blankies, actually, because Gravity also has an impeccable lineup of sleep products, including weighted eye masks and weighted robes designed to give you perfect night's rest. It promotes a deeper, more restorative sleep while decreasing your body's production of stress hormones, which I think we both need, Dad. (laughs) Gravity blankets are now available in special technical cooling fabric as well as 100% cotton for summer. Approximately 60% of users reported gravity helped reduce overall levels of stress. For the month of May, we're donating $10 for every blanket sold to the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation. So Gravity Blanket is the only weighted blanket scientifically studied and proven to improve sleep quality and reduce stress. Start using it. Start using it tonight. I'm going to use it. I'm not even going to wait for tonight. I'm going to go take a nap right after this with my Gravity Blanket. Go to gravityblankets.com and check out the weighted blankets, the weighted sleep mask, and weighted robes. Use promo code Howie to get 20% off your purchase. That's gravityblankets.com and use code Howie to get 20% off the blanket that everyone is talking about. Just sit right next to him and you can use the, the mic can be between the two of you. Look, look at on above his knees. Start with that one. No, that one on the right there. This one? Yeah. See what that says? It says name. Name. <laughs> name. Name. No, it's just generic name. Well, a couple of reasons. Okay. Go. It's a good song by the Goo Goo Dolls, but more importantly, it's my name leg. Because I also have some names on my leg. It's your name oh. leg. So oh, you so labeled you labeled it <laughs> so nobody would tattoo the wrong leg. Exactly. Are you usually conscious when this is happening? Like, why are you concerned that they're going to make a mistake? I don't think anyone's going to make a mistake except for me. <laughs> My decisions are the mistake. Show them, show them the dog. Show Let's them see the dog. dog. Oh, I got a paraplegic dog. Why? Brie? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it's it say? It's a paraplegic dog. It's that... a dog with two legs and a wheel. He also wrote bark under it. Everything's very. <laughs> well, the and, dog is saying bark. And then there's No, a... I get it. I, we know where the bark comes from. We there's, know where the bark comes from. And then there's a heart above it. That says Brie. That says Brie. Yep. Yeah. Explain. What, explain. <laughs> uh, Brie was one of the ones that did the the paraplegic dog. She did the wheel. Oh, it's her signature. And then, oh, the, oh, six people did the dog. Six people. Took Including to myself. That. Wow. A lot of work, a lot of effort went into it. We were, uh, uh, two years ago, I was in Italy at the Sistine Chapel, and I was looking at the art on the... Uh, Ceiling. Yeah. And, you know, all the Picassos. So I'm really into art now. And that's why when I see your uh, dog, uh, paraplegic dog with brie and bark on it, I I can appreciate art. <gasps> oh, no, you have my favorite tattoo. What's Is it that? your squid or your octopus that has a, that's a penis? Oh, there's a penis there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Penis? Wait a second. First of all, <laughs> what? I don't think that was on purpose. That wasn't on purpose, right? 
Uh, apparently not. An <laughs> artist said it wasn't, but I, it's clearly a penis. And you didn't know that? Uh, my brother noticed it. <laughs> your brother noticed your penis on your arm. How long after you got it? I don't know, a month maybe? Yeah. <laughs> you do, you didn't, go ahead. I think Kyle needs to show the viewers his Alex Mandel. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at the font you chose for my son. It's so pretty. And That's so a- weird that you're on, you're on, my son is on Kyle's ankle and Seth's inner thigh. My son is and how everywhere. And how long were you guys friends before getting that? Oh, that one? I don't know. Like I think that's two years before you met him. <laughs> Maybe it was. I think two years before you met him, you had Alex Mandel put on your, is there any tattoo either of you has that you regret? Not yet. (laughs) Well, will you let us know before the end of this podcast, if that comes up, if any regret comes up before the end of the podcast, will you let us know? Yeah, I can do that. What's the craziest? uh, uh, What uh, what question do I want to ask? Kyle's got amazing stories. I do. I do. Well, is there a story I should ask? Go ahead. I wanted to say that. Yes, we should talk to Kyle too. But we're having Steve-O in. And I know that Seth was inspired by Steve-O earlier in his life with his YouTube. Was it well, YouTube videos? Seth was on, I saw him on the Dr. Phil show. And it was, that's from, uh, he was, I think that was even before uh, uh, Jackass, wasn't it? Uh, no, Jackass has been around for a long time, ever since I was like in middle school. Watching so was them. that your inspiration for jumping off roofs and doing crazy YouTube video? Oh, yeah, of course, as every kid on YouTube back. Oh, he can walk but, in. Look who's here. I don't know if we could fit everyone. Well, there's three seats. Okay. <laughs> Steve O is here, and he brought a box yeah, with him. Hi, we're looking at tattoos, Steve. You're going to be jealous. Wait till you see. Let let uh, Kyle sit in the end. Let him go in the middle. Oh, it's going to be a Steve-O sandwich. Do you know what these seats are for, st- from Steve-O? Uh, they look like they're from a movie theater. They're from a theater. They're from a studio. Those were the front row seats at the Johnny Carson show. Oh, how about that? Yeah, when the, when the Johnny Carson show was on, it was in Burbank, and then they moved it, moved the mic near him, and you can give him the, Head the, the headsets. I'm noticing you're also tatted up. I knew that. But we're going yeah. over their tattoos. They have... I'm also now a tattoo artist. Oh, Oh wow! Do you okay. want to show? You want to be impressed? Are, are you really an artist? Like, yeah, yeah, I've been. Uh, I'm, I'm a licensed. Uh, I'm still doing an apprenticeship, but yeah, I'm pretty prolific. Do you have any equipment here to draw? I don't have any equipment, but you want to see a tattoo? I know that one. Oh wow! F- I, face the camera. Face the camera. Wow, that's amazing. And you were able to do that on your own back by yourself. <laughs> to be the artist and to be able to take you, how did you, I guess you used a mirror. Uh, I, yeah, that one uh, was done by a guy named Jack Rudy. Is he well known in Jack the world? Jack Rudy, he's pretty well known, yeah. Do you know Jack Rudy, Seth? No. No. <laughs> I know that tattoo. These guys are. Uh, do, you, do you know, I Kyle, do you know Jack Rudy? I can't they, say I do. They no. don't go to famous tattoo artists. No, they, they do it let, themselves and they yeah. have Brie. Do you have a tattoo that you're embarrassed of? Um, God, there's a terrible tattoo story. I have a really bad, uh, and I'll just tell it. Okay. Um, the, uh, long, long time ago, I I arrived at the conclusion that I do not want to have kids. No interest whatsoever. This is going to lead into a tattoo story? You bet. (laughs) Why don't you want to have kids? 
Uh, I, and I'm glad that you came on a podcast with a guy and his daughter to explain. Now you're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> Who I also has kids. Yeah. Right. It's okay. No, they can. Uh, and, and I will, I will get to yeah. the point here. Uh, one night I was, I was drinking heavily with some friends. And, okay. and, uh, I That's thought, better than alone. Right. And I thought, ah, you know, like uh, I'll get a tattoo maybe of a, of a, a, a baby with a, the circle and the slash. You know, like no babies. No babies. Uh, no babies. Like a, the opposite of baby on board. The, the, no exactly. babies. Right. I get it. Well, that makes sense. Right. Because you made the decision. But we kept drinking. Kept drinking. But then I thought, uh, uh, that would be a great logo for a condom company. Right. No <laughs> right. Don't you think the, so? But then the idea quickly changed the more we drank into just a tattoo that says fuck babies. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I figured but I figured that I was already kind of word heavy. You know? <laughs> At the time I had uh you have shit and fuck tattooed on my knuckles. I've since gotten that lasered off. That works the laser the removal. Yeah, it's pre- it's pretty good. Yeah. But uh the sad truth is that by the time uh, I made it to the tattoo parlor that night. I ended up getting a tattoo of a guy fucking a baby. No! <laughs> I said, no! Yeah. I, it was, it was, and, and in my defense. No, there isn't no. any. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> where is this tattoo? It's uh, on my I, dick. It, it, it's uh, on his penis. <laughs> he, put, he puts a baby just on the end of his penis. <laughs> The, no the head of your penis is a baby face yeah, going, <laughs> so it looks like it's going right into there, the back. There, there is no defense. Uh, that, yeah, it was awful, man. That, that was a bad Where is one. it? Uh, it, it? It was right here. And then uh, <laughs> what happened was um, <laughs> I uh, showed it to my, my buddy, Bam. I was like, dude, this is awful, man. I got to, like, like uh, oh, actually, I, I went. I know when you're in trouble and you think there's something off and you really want to straighten out your life. Who do you go to? <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Right. I um, I knew it was a mistake by the time I left the tattoo parlor. Wow. Because, because, yeah. it, just, it just clicked like oh, that. Dude, after, right. yeah. after, how many hours does it take to, uh, yeah, it, it to was, was create pretty, a baby, uh, yeah. uh, fucking a baby? How yeah. long does that it, take? It was, it was a pretty quick uh, Quick thing. meaning what? Just give me an idea. Yeah, I don't have a tattoo. I'm going to say about an hour, maybe okay. not even. Less not, than an hour, maybe. Less than an hour. So within 55 minutes, within right. almost well, an hour, you were sure that fucking a baby is, is not... <laughs> Right. The, the, the moment, the, the, the moment when it really came clear was when I came, I came out of the tattoo parlor. I'm standing on the sidewalk right outside of the joint. Yeah. And there, there was a couple walking down the street. With a baby? No, but they were very excited to recognize me. Oh, Steve, oh, you know, you could see them. Right. They, they lit up, they came to meet me. Right. And I sort of proudly showed them my arm where I had this fresh new tattoo. So check out my new tattoo. And the look of absolute horror on their face spoke volumes. And I knew, okay, I've crossed the line here. This is not fun or funny. And, uh, and it How was, long did you have to hold on to that before you changed it? I, I lasted less than a month. <laughs> And, and, that's and, that's and, like so only like twenty seven days of fucking well, a baby. Well, well, right. That's what I want to call this episode of the podcast. <laughs> twenty seven days of fucking the baby Dad. with Steve O. What? what uh, I um. Did I cross the line? No, I didn't. <laughs> Let him cross the line himself, Dad. Go ahead. Right. 
So, I mean, I, 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 this, this was back in 2006. Oh, so that's when it, things it, were it, different. That's way before the Me Too movement right? or any of this. Was, was, right? so was, that's was, when it was okay to fuck a baby. I, I, I get it. I don't even know that that was okay then, but uh, it was back in 2006 and we were filming. Yeah, there you go. There it is! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my really, God. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> and you really look in this picture that we're looking at, and you'll see it if you it's if not you watch a flattering it. picture. It no, but it's not that. only that. It, that is not the face of regret. At the time, uh, I yeah. At that time, I'm sure I was really on drugs and and drunk. Who knows what? That's was you going looking on at that. the lovely young couple who just uh, <laughs> who just went, look what I got. Who knows what what state of mind I was in when that photo was taken? Um, but it was while we were filming Jackass Number Two, our second theatrical Jackass release, and uh, we were filming in India right after I got this tattoo, and oh, and all this, the scenes that were shot in India, I had a bandana tied around my arm. So even because you didn't want to offend the people of India, I, I just I, I just didn't even want it, you know. So if you see in Jackass Number Two, like I've got a bandana tied around my arm while I'm in India to cover it up, and that was what kind of held up the process of me addressing. As soon as we got back, I went into a tattoo parlor and, and just went over it myself. I turned the baby into a black blob. And it was my buddy Bam who saw that and he said, dude, you should turn that blob into an ostrich. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So I, wow. Turned the, so I turned the baby into an ostrich and it, was, it went from like fucking a baby to fucking an ostrich. Which, uh, which is acceptable. Right. So now I've got the, 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 the guy in the ostrich riding a motorcycle. <laughs> When did you stop fucking it? Uh, when it rode away on the bike. Yeah, they're riding the motorcycle. Uh, but isn't that dangerous? I'm noticing that the ostrich on the motorcycle doesn't have a helmet. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, it's it's uh, a quality problem. <laughs> You're talking about yeah. the new movie. There's a new movie coming out there now. There is, yeah. We've got, When's that uh, opening? It's scheduled for uh, October 22nd. And how did how was that fun getting back together? Because this is sure. the longest uh, span, hiatus, yeah, yeah. The longest hiatus. It was it was four years between each of the other movies, and now it's been uh, eleven years. And now I'm, I'm going to ask you a, a, a serious question because I I have a concern. Yeah. I, I taught. Well, there it is, Jackass. Joe Russo is directed by Sam Hargrave. Did he direct uh, the uh, others? That is not correct. It's uh, directed by Jeff Tremaine, and there is no <laughs> screenplay. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Mackenzie doesn't follow social media, so she'll have a tendency to just put right. up things that don't matter. Anyway, <laughs> she didn't know who Logan Paul was. Did you watch the fight? Uh, I didn't have the heart to pay for it, so I just kind of got like I was. No, but you had the heart to pay for a guy to draw you fucking a baby. <laughs> But I didn't, I didn't want to pay, pay for a Logan Paul Mayweather I, fight. I didn't pay for that either. <laughs> was, well, uh, you paid for it. And I, I did pay for it. You, Dearly. You know, the, 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 uh, what was crazy was that it, it came and went at the time, and I felt like you know, I covered it up, you know, this and that. Like, I kind of went on with my life. I ended up, you know, getting clean and sober in 2008. First of all, congratulations. Thank you for That's that. I, I appreciate that. Um, but it was 12 years after getting the, the, this baby tattoo when all of a sudden it surfaced with a vengeance. And there was like a really concerted effort online to like just destroy me over this tattoo that I had gotten a long time ago. And uh, it, it, was, it was a pretty intense and, and upsetting ordeal. Uh, you know, I don't know what to say other than like. Well, even the fact that you kind of realize how. Uh... 
Sure. I mean, I realized it back then. Well, it's a good and, thing and, you got sober. Yeah. Look what alcohol didn't uh, help I, you it, with decisions. It didn't. It didn't help me with because decisions. these two guys, Seth and Kyle, they make decisions on tattoos, but they're sober when they make them, and they're the most ridiculous things. My good. son's, my son's name is on his inner thigh and his ankle. For, it's great. For, it is great. It's, yeah, it's, uh, how, how long have you been doing the podcast for? Uh, 20, 25 minutes. Right. Nice. <laughs> well, this episode. Yeah. How many? How many episodes Since uh, are April. you on? Since Good. April, we just started. But I'm I'm so thrilled that you're here. I wanted to, you, you, you uh, we'll talk more about the movie and things like that, but you alluded to something, and if you don't want to talk about it, that's okay. But Happy to talk about whatever, my man. Okay, because I'm a, a proponent of, you know, mental health. Sure. And, uh, you know, I talk about my own struggles. And of you course. just talked about getting clean and, sure. and that. Bam. Yeah. I worry about that guy. That, you, th- yeah. th- that guy is... Uh, you're exactly. not in touch with him right now, are you? Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, I've been in such very close contact with him uh, that, that it's crazy. It's just, it's, it's a difficult situation. What is know? the situation? Is it a mental health? Is it substance abuse? Uh, is it, what is it? He's got well-documented issues with substance abuse. And I think that there's another layer of, uh, of mental health, you know, it's sort of each exacerbating the other, you know, like these issues are compounding. And what is um, where? Wh- I know that when I got sober, I was diagnosed as bipolar, and I was given all kinds of of uh, bipolar medications. And um, you know, fortunately, over the course of the subsequent years, it, it all kind of mellowed out. And, I, and I'm hopeful that that would be the case for Bam if he were to uh, really address the chemical dependency. So but he hasn't addressed that yet. So he's still in a dangerous. Uh, he he's uh. Th- 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 I think that things have come to a head as of late, and, and Why? it's what do you uh, think? well. I just know that that uh, you know there, there's been some, some activity. I think he actually might like be uh, as we speak uh, getting into a treatment center. I I, I, I I can't confirm this. I don't know, but I know that. When's there's, the last time you spoke to him? Um, the last time I spoke with Bam was via text message about a week or two ago. And he's been, uh, the, the, the last couple of weeks have been particularly colorful for him. Uh, colorful, mean? like in sort of a, a, you know, there's been escapades and the intervention, like, uh, travel, he's AWOL, he's, you know, That intervention, is it a forced intervention? There's been many of them, yeah. But in the last week there was one. Yeah, there was was another one in the last week. And you feel like he's in a place right now where he's on the right track? Uh, I think that he, as I said, things have come to a head, and I do believe that um, that the latest concerted effort to intervene um, is... uh, has been a, a sort of focused on creating a, a, a sort of a legal layer to it, which would require, uh, you know, a, a certain amount of treatment. Are there? Good, is he surrounded by good people who can take? What is it, his parent? Like, who, I mean, they, there's been a, the, a great deal of enabling that, that's gone. Well, that's, on that's to, usually the problem sure. with with everybody. So exactly. what I, what I'm saying is, do you feel like he's surrounded by the right people who can send him in the right direction? You know, in, in, in I've been in super close contact with the, with his family, with his wife, with his mom, um, and, and I got to say that after such years of just feeling like, you know, I want to just grab them by the shoulders, shake them like you're, ah, you know, like I contributing to the problem. And I, I really, I feel like they're actually, they've come to a place where 
they're 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 kind of understanding, like, oh, you know. What about the fact that he wasn't in this latest movie? Is that? I mean, that one. Uh, I think that everything that we've seen in the media uh, regarding Bam and his exclusion from the movie, which, by the way, he's the only person to announce that. You know, like that was, and and it well, was. Well, people who watch the movie will be able to they, they, tell they, he's they, not they, in. They it. will. They will. But everything that we've seen in the media with regards to that has sort of demonstrated why he couldn't be in the movie if if that makes any sense sure you know does. i mean he was, he's uh, you know, the way that he's been conducting himself sort of precluded his involvement so that's what people don't realize and that's why i love i loved you and i love the movies is because you know for the most part you make it look like a, just a bunch of guys chaotically sure. making sure. their way through but what people don't know it's a whole production and a, a lot of money goes into it and it's all really planned and uh, executed you know in a way where it's 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 a real business it, it is and thank you for the kind words and also i think that um it, it's jackass as a franchise I mean, it's 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 changed so much over the years. In the in the, in the beginning, it, it quite literally was just us running around with video cameras, and and beginning at a time where we weren't even really cognizant of release forms and such. You know, right. like we we went from just a shoestring, like just guys with cameras. We would laugh, and then we got it. And over the years, it's become like a, a bigger thing, you know, like productions got bigger, budgets got bigger, like everything got slower. You know, you would think that being on the set of a Jackass movie was just like crazy fun, but it's actually so just painfully slow. To, well, absolutely. You know? What people don't realize right. is even if those things happened right. by happenstance, there's no way to ensure that they're going to be captured. Right. So the plan has to be, this is going to happen here. I'm going to run over to here. I'm going to do that. I'm going to need a camera here. You're going to have to slide. You better right. grab it from this angle and many angles so that... Right. Because I'm, I'm not going to do this a hundred times. There are certain things that are one and done and there are a lot of things that, like the directors, this is, you got to do it again. And it's like, oh. But even one and done right. would take hours sure. to set it up. Absolutely. OMG, I got to go. You got to go. On the next Howie Mandel Does Stuff, Steve-O still here doing... This stuff. You know, this is crazy. <laughs> you so always say this. <laughs> fuck the babies. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So this is what we have coming up. He's going to prank. Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you are going to cry. Oh I'm going to be shocked. Uh, so you talk about ass. skydiving and jerking off. Are you mortified about that? No, 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 no. So what about that? <laughs> I'm going to be in awe. <laughs> On the next... Howie Mandel does stuff. And if you don't want to miss the rest of Steve-O, then make sure that you check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. You can like, you can subscribe, you can rate, you can review, and you can check us out on YouTube and subscribe there.